0: Welcome to God, Goals, and Girl Talk, where we discuss living in the culture while living for the kingdom. Join in as we discuss how God's word applies to our lives in relationships, careers, and fulfilling our purpose. Girl, let's talk. Here's your host, Sharla Walker.
1: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of God Goes and Girl Talk. I am so excited for this week's episode. I'm excited every week that I get to talk with y'all. I really find it an honor and a privilege. Happy Mother's Day. Let me tell y'all what happened yesterday. How about sis? I'm sis. Recorded every part of this podcast and then my computer said the files was corrupt. And so here we are (laughs) on Mother's Day. So I hope that you guys had a blessed mother's day um i had the awesome opportunity to get out and serve in my community with my church family and we were gloved up masked up but were able to give gifts and groceries um to people within our community that needed them and it just was such a blessing to be a blessing um and be able to serve our community it really just reminds me of being able to step outside of myself and to be able to be the hands and feet of jesus It is just an awesome opportunity. So, couple of announcements. Make sure you get your tickets for next Saturday. We are watching War Room. Tickets are filling up, seats filling up. Y'all you know what I'm trying to say, child. Get your tickets, child. People are buying their tickets. Um, they're free, but you know, registering for their spot is probably the better thing to say. Um, make sure, please, too, to take the podcast survey. Um, I'm just really looking forward to the feedback that you guys will provide. Um, and then you get a free digital gift whenever you. Um, take the time to do that. I personally will email you and give you a free digital gift. And so I'm really excited about that. Also, make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at hearts over habits, Tampa, tag us in your stories. If there's something that you hear that just sits in your soul, period, you know what I'm saying? Like hit us up. We want to know. I love giving feedback. I love just to hear how the word that God has given me is blessing others. And so that's just always like super exciting for me. Now, let's talk about this week. I'm so excited. We are doing part three of Smoke and Mirrors, which is gonna be our last installment. And we are talking about the counterfeit code. So y'all know that we've been talking um about this series it has been super powerful for the last couple of weeks um if you have not heard it in its entirety you need to sis where have you been we have been exposing the trick schemes and the wiles of the devil in this season so we can be better prepared for next season um, the bible the bible clearly tells us that we are in a spiritual warfare and spiritual battle in Ephesians 6 and I feel like many of us are in war and we are unaware, unprepared and under attack. And so we have revealed the four tactics that we've identified in scripture that were used by Satan when he was tempting Jesus in um in the wilderness he challenged God's word he challenged our identities he challenges scripture or he twists scripture and then he looks to give us you know tempting alternatives to obedience and so this week we are going to be taking a deeper look into what I'm calling the counterfeit code right so the enemy uses tempting counterfeits to attempt us to get outside of the will of God for our life and we are going to be taking a deeper look at that today. So we are still in our anchor scripture passage for this series in Luke 4. And so today we're going to be taking a deeper look at Luke 4 verses 5 through 8. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation, which reads, then the devil took him up and revealed to him all of the kingdoms of the world in a moment's time i will give you the glory of these kingdoms and authority over them the devil said because they are mine to give to anyone i please i will give it all to you if you worship me jesus replied the scriptures say you must worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Now, the devil was using counterfeit success as a ploy to tempt Jesus out of the work that he was going to do on the cross. And so I think this is so fitting because you have to remember, like, Jesus knew the work that was set before him. He knew that he was going to get ridiculed. He knew that he was going to have to suffer. He knew how the nails would feel in his hands. He knew that and still went to the cross Anyway, and so Satan was trying to tempt him with an alternative to what his purpose really was. And y'all know I love me some definitions, so we're gonna have to look at this word counterfeit. So, I found three different definitions of counterfeit, and I thought that they were very, very intriguing. Um, The first one is, it is made in an exact imitation of something valuable or important with the intention to deceive or defraud. So, even though the devil had these kingdoms to give away, and I have something simmering in my spirit to say about that. Um, But even though the devil had these, you know, this kingdom to give away, it does not hold the same value it is not as important of the kingdom of god like it doesn't hold the same value that the kingdom of god does it does not hold the same value that you know jesus being the king of kings it's not the same it's a counterfeit but he made it seem as if it was something to be compared and it's not it's a counterfeit so he was attempting to defraud jesus and get him to walk outside of his purpose The second definition, something likely to be mistaken for something of higher value. Again, the devil will give you things that look tempting, they look good, but we have to remember that everything that looks good is not always sent from God. Everything that looks good is not always sent from God. You must test the spirit. Eve thought the fruit looked good in the garden. She had no business eating it none because God told her not to but the devil came in and gave her a tempting alternative slipped her with the counterfeit and here we are today and lastly to pretend to feel or possess an emotional quality imposters the devil is an imposter oh i can i can bless people i can give this you i don't want no blessings from you satan Come on now. He pretends that he has the same emotions and the same qualities of God, but we know that he is a counterfeit. That's why he wants to be God so bad. Y'all see all he wanted was worship. That's, my worship is only for God. And so I find it just very intriguing that he, like, he's such a counterfeit. When you think about the devil, the devil is not um, God's counterpart. He cannot do all of the things that God can do. God can be omnipresent, the devil cannot do that. Like there's just so many things that the devil cannot do. He is not his counterpart. He is a counterfeit. But he is he is witty and he can deceive and he does have certain tactics that he will use to try to get you out of position. But please do not look at him like oh, the battle of good and evil. No, God already won. You just have to stay in your ground the devil is a counterfeit he don't run nothing he is out here running amok because we are allowing it because we're not standing on the principles of god but god already gave us the tools come on now the devil was intended to provide jesus with a counterfeit kingdom and although jesus knew the work ahead of him he knew that he had all of his work ahead of him. He knew the pain and suffering that he would endure on our behalf. He knew also, though, that there was a process in pain that was required for the purpose. And that that purpose, there was no comparison. The purpose that God gave him, there was no comparison. This counterfeit not provide the purpose, cannot fulfill the purpose that God had given him on this earth. God set a plan and a purpose before him and he had to go through the process of the pain and the suffering in order to get there and Satan was trying to bypass that for a counterfeit. You have to ask yourself, are you trying to bypass, are you using the counterfeit to bypass the the process to your purpose? That's not not a a solid foundation. We have to do better. You cannot be out here Falling for the counterfeit code Hey guys, it's your girl, Sharla Walker, the host of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. I am here to talk to you today about starting your own podcast. If you want to start your own podcast, I'm going to share my podcasting secrets with you. I use a program called Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way for you to make a podcast. First off, it is free, 99 costs you no money at all. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, and many more platforms. You can make money with your podcast, getting your coins says with no money minimum listenership. It is everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. So if you are wanting to do something new in 2020, you want your voice to be heard, you want to start a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Now let's get back to the show. Check God's Resume is a personal reflection journal that challenges you to build God's resume in your life. Do you often feel like signs and wonders do not occur in your life? Are you feeling like you're in an impossible season? Sus, no, it is time for you to check God's resume. His goodness and his miracles are all over your life. He has been doing this. I had such an amazing time developing this journal, and God reminded me of so many times where he has kept me, and if you are looking for a great tool to improve your posture of gratitude, and just to learn more about the character of God, this journal is for you. It's available on Amazon, and it makes for a great gift, and it's great for a Bible group study tool too. Now, I want you to get this journal. Like I said, it is phenomenal. It's over 200 pages, there's guided study, Um, you learn about the different names and character of God and you literally go through and build his resume from his personal information all the way down to his accolades and awards just like you would build your own resume it is so cool it's so fun and God just really reminded me of all of the crazy situations that I found myself in where he had his hand on my life y'all he been out here saving us okay get the journal get in a position in a posture of gratitude I pray that it blesses you you need to get it now let's get back to the show how many of us are out here chasing after paper and platforms but we trying to avoid the process Like we are settling for counterfeit successes which is nothing compared to the success that we find in god and in jesus like where have we allowed the enemy to provide us a fraudulent copy of what god intended for us in our life i feel like one of the biggest areas where i see this is in relationships and in marriage like you will like you will hear the world say and anything that is of the world is a counterfeit that's that's counterfeit culture because the devil is really good as we learned last week at taking something that is of God, perverting it, twisting it, manipulating it, doing autopsies, cutting bits and pieces on something that's living, y'all already know. And using it for his benefit. So, it you have to be you have to be very close and pay very close attention to the detail. That's why they always say the devil is in the details. Because he'll switch he'll switch it up. You need to understand the detail. And I see this a lot in relationship. How many of us are out here living with boyfriends and we don't have no business living with them? Because the world says you need to try this out versus you need to, you know, whatever lie, whatever lie you're accepting. That's from the pits of hell. Whatever lie you're accepting, whatever lie you're trying to tell yourself, and you know good and well you shouldn't be living with that man before you're his wife. Because the process is that you are on your face before God, praying for this man, asking him to show you, but you're too afraid because you're not trusting God in the process to protect you because it's not sexy for you to pray for him and not live with him and to have boundaries. That's not sexy, but it's not sexy either when five years from now you divorce because he's cheating on you because you were too busy fornicating and out here doing stuff you ain't got no business instead of putting in the work in the process. And I'm speaking from, I'm speaking from my own, um, from my own experience. Me and my husband had no clue and was out here just wrong. No clue. And now that we had to go back do the work that we should have already done before. There was just so much other shenanigans that we had to deal with that we would not have had to deal with how we done it the right way. But we accepted a counterfeit of what we thought our marriage would look like. And now that we've had to go through that season in the wilderness and do the rough stuff and do the rebuilding and doing it God's way, we have never been happier. Our marriage is so strong and so tight-knit now. But, man, let me tell y'all what I ain't got to waste. Time. Okay, I feel like Auntie Maxine reclaiming my time. Unwasted time. All of that stuff felt good to our flesh, but it was a waste of time. We had so many other things that we needed to be dealing with. So many other generational curses that we needed to be discussing and praying and fasting for. We had so much work that needed to be done in the beginning so that way we could have this prosperous marriage. And so what ended up happening was we ended up, of course, a house that is not built on the foundation of God, it it falls apart. So here we are, married year, what, four, let's just call it four of eight. We halfway through this thing, honeymoon is over, and now we having to deal with some stuff. No, the devil is a lie. And so now looking back, like I can say with complete confidence, sus, do not sleep with that man, sus. It is a trick of the devil. Because he may be fine, but he also got some some, um, baggage in the closet that we need to deal with. There's some generational curses you need to ask about his daddy and them. You need to find out what his struggles are. But see, that stuff isn't cute. What are your struggles? Where can I pray for you? I should have been doing it. But now I know better, so I do better. Y'all better listen to me, child. Girl, you better come on now. Some of y'all out here settling for counterfeit um, spouses and settling for counterfeits because you're settling for, for fraudulent concepts. You have to continue to do things God's way. Like that's how you end up in wrecked relationship after wrecked relationship after wrecked relationship because you're following a counterfeit code instead of going through the pruning and the process that is completely root to be like that what takes to be rooted in God. That's why, sis, you keep having raggedy dudes. That's why. That because it's a counterfeit. Because what the devil will do, was will take the same spirit, repackage it for you. Oh, well, he's cute this time. He's a little better this time. And he, he presents it again. But you end up in these cycles over and over and over. And it is because you have allowed the devil to, to keep presenting counterfeits. And you're accepting them. You're accepting them. Come on now. I'm trying to save y'all some time. Who got time to waste? And you have to also just continue to understand that the devil wanted Jesus's worship. Like, you have to take a closer look. Y'all know I love definitions, child. We be teaching, teaching. You have to look at the word worship because it's not just a couple songs that you sing before church, okay? Here I am to worship. That's great. That is an amazing time in the Lord, but that is not merely what um worship entails right it's more than just those three songs you have to really understand why it is so important to remain in god know his word and his will to be able to spot that counterfeit because you're walking in worship which means reverence so you offer reverence um reverence being offered to a divine being or supernatural power or it says an extravagant respect or admiration for or devotion to an object of esteem. So you have this devotion to God, your day-to-day walk, right? When you look at what reverence means, it's a gesture of respect. It's honor um, being felt or being shown. So because I live my life in a way that is pleasing to God, right? Worship requires reverence and reverence is demonstrated. Reverence isn't just a song. Reverence is demonstrated. Worship requires reverence. And reverence requires a demonstration. So every day when you are living your life and you're making the choices to obey God's command and to commit to the process and the purpose, that is an act of worship. When you don't... Um, oh this is something that irks my spirit. If you go to the store and you know that the person gave you too much change, that is not a blessing, sis. That's a counterfeit. And you've fallen for a counterfeit blessing. Oh, Lord, thank thank you, Jesus. Jesus. And you don't know that that single mama that's working the cash register is going to lose her job because you took that extra tip and you didn't give her, you took that extra money and you didn't give her her grace to say, oh no, sis, you're supposed to give me a $1 bill and not a $10 bill. That is not a blessing from God. That is a counterfeit. And you're stealing. That's not showing integrity. It's those moments. Though that's where you worship God. Seeing in church is cool. I'm here for worship. Oh, I love worship service. But your life is worship. The way you walk out your life is worship. Don't be out here settling for counterfeit blessings. Oh, you went to Target and the girl forgot to ring up the jeans. And you walked out with them. And you know they're $40. Oh, thank God for the blessing. The devil is alive. You stole them pants, sis. You stole them. Counterfeit. Because... It goes against your fleshly desires. We have a sinful nature. It goes against your flesh to say, hey, excuse me, you didn't ring this up. It goes against your flesh. But you sitting out here giving up things, counting yourself, selling yourself short because you are accepting counterfeit blessings and the devil is just up there showing God, like, look, see, you thought you could trust her. She can't be trusted with a $40 pair of jeans. What you going to bless her with a multi-million dollar business for? She, her integrity. She fell for the counterfeit. And you just out here in your jeans doing TikTok videos, sis. But your integrity. You fell for the counterfeit. Come on now. There are too many things that we are trying to um, beseech God for, that we're coming to God for. You have to be, he has to be able to trust you with a little before he will give you much. You can't be trusted to make sure that sis gets the $10 bill back. Come on now. You saw that lady drop that $50 bill. You're going to let her walk off. And let the, the thing that you're not thinking about is that she is on a fixed income on Social Security and that's the that, that's her life bill money. And what if that was your granny? And you took that $50 and watching her walk to her car instead of stopping and say, excuse me, ma'am, you dropped your money. That ain't no blessing. God's blessings will not cause other people grief blessings that come from god the girl ain't gonna get fired um, because of a blessing to you from god that's not how he operates that is a counterfeit y'all have to think about these things it is a counterfeit where is your integrity when you do that you are not worshiping god continued willful disobedience is is showing reverence to your fleshly desires you, you worshiping your flesh. Because your flesh can tell you whatever to do. Cuss them out, sis. Uh-uh. That's your flesh. Who are you worshiping in your day-to-day life? Are you worshiping money? And are you willing to defraud your integrity and the principles of God so you can achieve what the world thinks is success? It is critical that you do not fall for the counterfeit code. of the God, Goals, and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by Hearts Over Habits, Inc., Hearts Over Habits is a 501 c 3 nonprofit organization aimed to provide mentoring and life skills to young women ages 14 to 24. Our program is designed to educate and empower young women to fulfill their God-given purpose in life. We have a community, online academy, and evidence-based mentoring to ensure that our participants are provided with the foundation necessary to succeed in today's society. If you are interested in enrolling or becoming a participant, please visit our website at www.heartsoverhabits.org. Now let's get back to the show. And it is so important that y'all have a relationship with God for yourself, that you're seeking him because sometimes those that counterfeit code will come from people that you think are your wise counsel because the devil is not out here in a red jumpsuit with a pitchfork, sis, he will use your mama. He'll use your auntie. He'll use your best friend. The people that you're running to for what? For counsel? That you're running to before you talk to God about the situation. As my Gigi used to tell me, sweetheart, if you ain't talk to God, you out of order. Come in and ask me what I think. When I go to her for advice, talk to God. What did God tell you to do? That's what you should do. What did God say? That's what you should do. But what what the devil will do is he will use your friends, he will use people close to you to try to talk you out of what God has called you to do. And that's why it is so important that you seek God and seek answers for yourself. It's cool for them to give you confirmation. Like whatever they say, whatever your wise counsel says, it should just be confirmation in your spirit. But that's it. And a lot of times we need to get over getting confirmation. When God asks you, well, he, he don't ask. When he commands, when he commands you to do something, he said what he said. Go do it. Ain't no if ands, or buts. Go do it. Start the business. Write the book. Do what God said to do because everything you have, he's already supplied for you. Everything you need, he's already supplied. Stop trying to get 25 people to, to hype you up to do what God said. You think Noah had 25 people hyping him up when he was out there building the ark? It wasn't not a drop of rain. But he was obedient. Who lived through the flood? Noah and his family in his obedience. Don't be out here drowning because you want to be disobedient. Because God, he's going to do His will is going to be done. His purpose is going to be fulfilled. Now, what you're going to do is get yourself uh, skipped over. And he's going to go to the next willing heart to do it. So, y'all need to quit trying to get confirmation about every single solitary thing. Now, I'm going to get back to what I was talking about. But that just, that came from the Holy Spirit. Stop. Go do what he said. He said what he said. There's the confirmation you need says he said what he said go do what God told you to do and quit playing Now if we look back at our anchor scripture in Luke 4 verse 5 through 8 We're going to revisit verse 8, but we're going to read it in the King James Version And this is why it is so important too that when you're studying the word that you don't just read it When you study it, I pull up three different versions of the Bible And I read it. I read the same scripture across all three versions because you will you will miss something like, I, it, it just, I can't, it's hard to explain, but I get so much revelation, and this, I was so excited when I saw this. This wasn't even a point of mine, talking about how the devil will use people close to you, but God gave it to me in my study. So this is why this is important. Let's read King James Version, Luke 4, verse 8. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Get thee behind me, Satan, for it is written, Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Now, I was like, oh, this isn't the first time I thought the only time Jesus said, get behind me, Satan, was to Peter. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. So then I had to do some digging. Because I've heard him say, get thee behind me, Satan. But he was talking to Peter in Matthew 8. Jesus had just got done discussing his purpose. He was telling the disciples um, about his death and the suffering that he was going to have to go through in his resurrection. And Peter tried to object. He tried to reprimand Jesus for what he was saying. Um, And listen, listen to what happens. So this is Matthew 8 um, verses 31 through 33. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Then Jesus began to tell them that the Son of Man must suffer many terrible things and be rejected by the elders, the leading priests, and the teachers of religious law. He would be killed, but three days later, he would rise from the dead. As he talked about this openly with his disciples, Peter took him aside and began to reprimand him for saying such things. Jesus turned around and looked at his disciples, then reprimanded Peter, get away from me, Satan!" He said, you are seeing things merely from a human point of view and not of God's. And if you read the same passage in the King James Version, it says, get thee behind me, Satan. And we know that Peter was a disciple of Christ. Like, Peter is not the devil. However, in that moment, the enemy was trying to use someone close to Jesus, again, to plant seeds of doubt and to provide an alternative, to provide a counterfeit to what he was called to do. Peter's like, oh no, Jesus, just stay here, roam the earth with us, keep healing and blessing people. we supposed to be overthrowing the authority of Rome. Like, get nah, get nah, bro. You can't die. What? That's a counterfeit. That's a counterfeit. That was another attempt to provide counterfeit alternatives to obedience. And he used Peter. And we know, a couple verses before, Peter was the one that knew that Jesus was the Messiah. They asked everybody, he asked all the disciples, and Peter was the only one that was like, Oh no, you, you the Messiah. And then like four verses later, get thee behind me Satan. Come on now, he will use those close to you. That's why it's important that you don't constantly seek 50 different opinions about something that God told you to do. It's not going to be comfortable. But that's not what this is about it's about fulfilling God's will and being obedient like we have to we have to ask ourselves okay where is the enemy been using counterfeit alternative alternatives in my life like what area of my life am I continuing to walk in the false comfort of disobedience because I feel like nobody sees it and it's not familiar and I really I have to share this with y'all I love professional wrestling like I love it. <laughs> I've been watching it since I was five. It reminds me of my childhood me and my dad watch you know watch it together when he would get deployed I would watch it and my job when he would call would be for me to tell him what happened on wrestling and so it has just never stopped from there. However I had to I had to lay it down because one of the characters, is now his his character or his um, I forgot what it's called, but like his like his sh- shtick or whatever, his persona is the Monday Night Messiah. Oh y'all, I was like, what is this? So right before I saw this. A couple of other things um, that I felt like were just really demonic, I felt like God was pricking my heart about it. And then he told me I needed to fast for a month. And so I fasted from watching it for a month and I came back and it was this Monday night Messiah garbage. And when I say that he's pretending to be Jesus, I mean, dressing in white, calling his henchmen disciples. And when he cuts a promo, he calls it a sermon. And let me tell you all something. I love wrestling, but I love Jesus more. And when I tell y'all I ain't watched wrestling in in several, several, several weeks, in several, several, several weeks, until I feel like God gives me permission, which he may never. And that's something that I love, but I love God more, my reverence. None of y'all would know. Like none of y'all would know. Nobody would see that. Look, like, I've been watching wrestling, I don't have enough friends that are Christians that watch wrestling to be like, oh, you don't think that's not cool? But I know it, and God knows it, and so therefore, I can't have no parts of that. The end. And so, is it? Do I love the fact that I'm not watching wrestling? No. Has it, but have I made the adjustment? Absolutely, because it is so critical that we have a heart committed to the Lord and to obedience. And if you have not listened to our previous podcast, Obedience Over, Sacri- over Sacrifice, you need to. Disobedience is deadly. Moses straight almost died before he made it to the promised land to, to free the children of Israel. You need to read it. And it was because he was disobedient. Go back and listen to it if you haven't. We've seen this over and over again in the scripture. Jesus tells us in Mark 8, 34 through 38, the level of commitment that we're going to have to have to walk this life out as his disciple. And so I'm going to read Mark um, 8, 34 through 38 in the New Living Translation. It says, then calling to the crowd to join his disciples, he said, if any of you want to be my follower, you must give up your own way, take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake and for the sake of the good news, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but you lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? If anyone is ashamed of me and my message in these adulterous and sinful days, the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. You have to stop being fascinated by the things of this world. We know that our Father owns everything, and we also need to stop coveting counterfeit success. The devil said that I have these kingdoms, I can give them to whomever. You are here listening to somebody because they look like they have all of this stuff. But how do you know that they have not gotten that from the devil? He has stuff to give. You need to be careful. Don't be out here coveting. If God will bless somebody else, he'll bless you too. You need to learn to celebrate and not covet. You busy listening to somebody who's a counterfeit doing a success class and this, this and that. And they don't have true success because they've lost their soul. Come on now. If it does not have the principles of God, if God is not in it, I don't want it. I don't care if it's multi I don't want it. Proverbs 16 and 3 tells us that we must first commit ourselves to the Lord and then we find success. You commit first, then success will follow. And success is not going to look like what you think it's going to look like. That, that like you have to get over that. Godly success is so much different. The level of peace that I have in my life, this whole pandemic, we have been so blessed. We've gone without nothing, wanted for nothing, bills not cut off, none of that. And I'm working on the front lines, working in sick clinic, and I am healthy. Thank God that is success. That is success. Here are a couple things I want y'all to remember to take away. Everything that looks good is not God. It is so important to ask God for guidance. And then don't move until you receive instruction. Too many times we make a decision ahead of God and then be like, oh, can you bless this counterfeit? This counterfeit move that I made, making moves in silence. The silence should not be you not talking to God. Because it's a counterfeit move, sis. I don't care how much clout you're trying to chase. It's a counterfeit move. And then you want to come to God crying because you stressed and pressed at this job that he never told you to take. You have to have a humble heart. While you are in your wilderness season and in your waiting season, ask God to show you areas where you've allowed temptation to overrule his word in obedience. Remember that true success comes from God. If you have worldly possessions, but your family is a wreck, your kids don't like you, uh, your husband want to divorce you, but you got the career, come on now. Your spiritual life is dead, but you got the career, such so you making your coins. You got the money, but you're not fulfilling the purpose that God has called you to. I don't care how good it looks. That does not matter. This world is but a but a vapor. All of this stuff is like, it's gonna be trash. Like we going to heaven. Some of us, because everybody's not going. Come on now. There will always be a temptation, but the Bible tells us that God always provides us a way out. So if you are struggling in a certain area, you need to prepare. If you are working on dealing with um, overcoming alcoholism and trying not to drink because every time you drink, you be out here acting crazy. Why are you meeting your friends at a bar? Talking about you are not gonna have a drink? No, at, at boundaries. Ask God to show you. Start studying the word about that area and quit leaving yourself open and vulnerable to attack. We are out here struggling, and some of this stuff does not have to be a struggle because you just need to prepare and you need to prune your flesh so where you where you and God's God's word rule over it and not just any old thing. Where you can say, "Oh no." The Bible talks about drinking too much wine. The Bible talks about the drunkard, I can't go to the bar child. no, because I already know I cannot put myself in positions where I know that I am vulnerable to fall. You not that strong, sis. If so, it wouldn't be a problem. But in God's, in, in God's strength, your weakness, you're made strong. In God's strength. Come on now. We have to stop falling for this counterfeit code. And this counterfeit culture. Like you out here cloud chasing baby. And it's a counterfeit. I'm chasing the kingdom. hoo I love y'all. I pray that y'all really dive into this that you really explore and ask God to just continue to show you areas where you can get stronger because all of us have a walk that we need to um you know all of us have the areas where we can grow where this is a walk ain't nobody arrived I haven't arrived child there's stuff that I still struggle with on the daily but I what I will not do is have the the same struggles in year one and in year three the struggle shouldn't be the same you should be taking territory back from the enemy and if you're not then you just play in church. Where are the victories? Where have the victories been? If you feel like you're still struggling with the same stuff that you were struggling with when you first got saved, baby we got work to do. You out here counterfeit church culture. Come on now. I love y'all. I pray that this really helps y'all, and I cannot wait to see you guys next Saturday. Make sure that you register. Get in and watch War Room. Next week, we're going to talk about squaring up with the devil, what you need to do. Put your armor on and get suited and booted, okay? We got work to do. There are souls at stake. There are souls attached to your obedience. We don't have time to be playing with counterfeits. So I am so grateful for just you guys diving into this, taking this seriously. Please get into the show notes, get your link, uh, get the link, get your seats, because when I tell y'all War Room changed my life, it was one of the tools that God gave me to use to catapult that. That rough season, that wilderness season that me and my husband were in, he, this was one of the tools that he gave me. And when I tell y'all, I tell everybody, you have to watch this movie. I cannot wait. Um, and I just can't wait to be able to fellowship with you guys. We're going to do some giveaways. Um, we're going to do some, um, have some conversation and some girl time and it's just going to be blessed. So I pray that you guys have a great week. Happy mother's day again to all the mamas. I'm a dog mama and auntie. If you act as a mother in someone's lives, um, we just we just honor you on today. Um, we just want to honor those who have lost. Um, today is always bitter like bittersweet for me because I miss my Gigi terribly and she just played such a role in my life. And so, you know, my heart goes out to those who have lost someone in this season and that this day is hard for you. I just pray that God continues to give you strength um and to give you peace in um in these times. And I just oh y'all, I cannot wait to see y'all next week. I love
0: you. Bye. Thank you for joining us for another episode of God, Goals, and Girl Talk. Email your questions to Talk at gmail.com to have them answered on the show or have a topic you'd like to hear discussed. Looking for a community of women who love God and live for the kingdom? Join our community Hearts Over Habits on Facebook. Like us on Instagram and check out our monthly God, Goals, and Girl Talk online events on Eventbrite. Remember, above all else, guard your heart. We'll see you next week.